So I want to talk about the most boring thing in the whole wide world that everybody feels really boring, but it's actually kind of really important, and that's insurance. And um, the idea behind it is actually super simple, right? You get a whole bunch of... So individually, what's going to happen is that you're all... Everybody has a chance of experiencing some sort of really big event in our life, and that that's pretty normal. One of us, at one point is going to experience something. And if you pool it all together, if you get a great big mass of um, money together, everybody sort of pitches in, then the, and, and then you pay a little fee every single year to that pool of, to have access to that little pool of money or that big pool of money, um, that when something bad happens, that you can have insurance to um, that will pay off that thing that's bad. So it's really only for catastrophic events. It's really only thinking about something really nasty that happens in your um, in your life, right? So people tend to either be, um, you know, that the sort of default that people think about is that they're underinsured, right? And a lot of people walk around this world without insurance on, um, you know, on them or or whatever, right? Like um, I'll talk about the sort of things that are really important. And then people are other overinsured, right? That they just get a lot of kind of really silly insurances that are just really gimmicky and kind of rip off things, right? So um, if you're thinking about the basics of this, right? So I, I talked about this, right? So it's only for catastrophic events or it should be only for catastrophic events, right? Like catastrophic being like if you didn't have this insurance, you would be bankrupt or you would lose your house or any of those kind of things, right? So it would be death. Um, it would be some massive lawsuit that's against you, right? Like any of these kind of things that are just really weird and unusual and they don't happen that much, right? So for those things, you should have insurance and you should have sort of basic insurance and whatever that covers. Right. So, um, you know, with life insurance, for example, you don't need life insurance until you have dependents. Right. So it doesn't matter if um, if it's just you, there's no need for you to actually have life insurance. But if you have dependents, so somebody that's relying on you, um, then you should have somewhere in the, the sort of range of, you know, 10 to 15 times of what your total income is today that you can sort of survive off of or that you're used to. And the reason is it's sort of simple, right? Remember, I've, I've probably talked about it, this on this channel. Um, you make about 10% on um, in proper investing in index funds, right? 10% per year. So if you think about that, if that equates to a number of what you could do with sort of proper investment, investing to live in perpetuity, you need about 10 times what your salary is um, in, in some, you know, some form so you can properly invest it. And then you're going to take 10% every single year from that investment, whenever you get that sort of lump sum from that, right? So that's a sort of catastrophic thing that only matters if you have dependents. If you don't have dependents, you're just single. Um, you know, you're just living, maybe if you're living together for a long-term time, but, you know, you just start living together with somebody, you don't need life insurance. It's kind of gimmicky in any sort of way. Um, and then the other kind that's really important is a, a basic health insurance. And here's where I kind of depart on, um, 
a lot of what other people say. You know, some people say sort of have insurance just for catastrophic um, health insurance. But what I've realized in terms of the behavior of it, you tend to do things that um, if it doesn't feel like it's free or, you know, a slight penalty is okay, right? So if you're paying a slight um, co-pay on something like 20 bucks or something like that, that's totally fine. It's a, it's a good deterrent from you from going all the time or something. But, you know, if it's a rather large deterrent or you're gonna have to pay for something, that's gonna come at a cost to your health. Right, because you're going to think in your head, I shouldn't go there because it's going to cost me money, and um, I don't want to cost that money. It turns out it's something that's really catastrophic that you have, right? Like some weird cancer that you should have went and gotten taken care of um, early. So you want to make sure that there's very little friction with the sort of healthcare cut stuff because of the way that we think about it. Um, so that's like basically it. Now another thing. Is having like a um, kind of like an umbrella coverage that we have. So we have house insurance. Uh, my wife and I have that. It's sort of the the basic health insurance that you get that you need. Um, often the insurance agents, if you're with a good insurance broker, they'll sort of find the, the basic or average. That's all we do. And then we also have an umbrella coverage on um, in case somebody was to sue us because it's actually really cheap to have this like umbrella coverage, which is a, a big lump sum that you're covered for just in case somebody's going to sue you. Oh, and your your um, vehicle, you know, insurance and things like that, that are kind of basic in terms of we just do really somewhat basic insurance with it as, you know, kind of a normal middle of the road insurance with car insurance, right? And everything else, you don't really need a lot of insurance for, right? So the other things that a lot of people get uh, insurance for is like the basic repairs and things like that. And those are really gimmicky. And the reason is, is those are repeat purchases, right? They're not for catastrophic. So the only reason that you need insurance is for catastrophic events. That something is really, really bad. Um, and anything else that has the structure where it's not catastrophic in the sense that you can plan for it, it's planned uh, obsolescent. So over the course of 20 years, you're going to have to replace something. That's not um, that's not the same thing. You know that's going to happen. So those kind of insurances tend to be rather expensive and overpriced. So dental insurance, for example, is one of those things you'll see it's overpriced um, if you compare it and look at it. Anything like that um, that is sort of repeated over and over again, um, those things tend to be overpriced. Now, the other kind of, um, you know, insurance to have is just general cash that's sitting around your basic emergency fund, which is a, a pool of money that's sitting there. And, you know, for an average person, it's probably, it's supposed to be, I think, at four to six four to six um, months of, of your savings or, or of your income, or sorry, of your expenses. And, you know, for the average person, it's probably going to be like, I don't know, ten to $20,000 um, of, you know, that's just sitting there. And, and the reason that you have that, and it's like terrible, right? Like having that money sitting there is painful. Um, because it doesn't make any money in a savings account in any sort of way, right? But um, 
you know, the, the, the idea is that it's just sitting there in case something catastrophic was to happen, right? Um, and that if it was catastrophic, you'd just be able to pay for that sort of simple thing. The catastrophic being, um, you know, you broke a tooth, for example. Um, and now I, I mentioned like dental insurance is really terrible, right? Like it doesn't generally, if you look at the, you know, cost of it, it really doesn't work out because what they do is um, you pay it, you're basically paying what you would pay to sort of generally maintain your teeth. And so if you were to do that, right, it's going to be more expensive. And the reason more, why it's more expensive to have those kind of insurances is that they, they put a premium on it. Um, and so what you need to think about in terms of these insurances is um, figure out a way that you can save more money and have a pool of money. So for your, your dental, for example, to have enough or the possibility that if you knock out all of your two teeth, I don't know, it would probably be ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000. I don't know. It was the same thing in when I lived in Canada as it is in the United States. Um, something like that, right? Some sort of arbitrary number and just make sure that you can cover that with, um, you know, basic savings account. And then you're gonna do okay with that unless your employer pays or pitches in sort of changes the, the, the dynamic, but it generally doesn't, you know, dental insurance is not that good. So the idea, you know, coming back to it, the, the central idea of an insurance is if there's something catastrophic that happens in your life, you have some amount that's sitting there or you paid into something to sort of pay that out. Um, and then you have that sort of pool that's sitting there that you can dip into, right? So insurance in any other way is generally kind of gimmicky and they're trying to like get you to, to buy things that you don't necessarily need. And there's tons of things like that that you don't need. Um, and, and, you know, you just kind of have to sort of look at this and weigh it and say, hey, do I actually need any of this kind of stuff? Is that, you know, is this important? And generally, um, for the most part, it's not important. The only things that are really important are things like health insurance, you know, life insurance, if you have dependents like kids and a, uh, a spouse, um, you know, and even the kids is up until they're 18 or 20 years old when they can kind of maintain themselves, right? And then after that, they're on their own. You should, don't really need insurance at that point. It doesn't make sense um, if you're, you know, if you're doing it for your kids, right? So um, that's what you're thinking about is in, a, in the event of something catastrophic, right? And you define that catastrophic thing is and how much that is. But, you know, for me, a catastrophic, it, catastrophic event in my family would probably be anything over than, um, I don't know, $20,000, $50,000. And so we're going to look for probably, probably $20,000, right? Like something that you as your family could not um, afford just readily, right? That That is not like in your day to day. And it's not easy to get to, it's not easy to save up to, right? So we don't, for all of the other things that people get insurance for, we save up for those things and we sort of do planned ab obsolescence of those things. Like, um, you know, people might get, you know, in insurance on their house to sort of mention that, right? Where you insure the different equipment in your house and the things like that. Well, we save up for getting a new refrigerator. We'll save for 
you know, six months or a year or whatever, right? Like that certain amount. Um, now that my wife have and I have, you know, built a career a little bit, it's a little easier. So that sort of timeline is less, but that's how we sort of manage things. And we manage the finances that we actually have. And, um, you know, we've done this for years and, and it really does pan out. If you look at just... Um, I know not, nobody ever does this, right? But I'm nerdy enough to actually look at how much these things cost. And it's generally um, a lot cheaper for things that are day-to-day -day or, you know, a major event that you're going to experience in the next year or two, right? Um, it's cheaper for you to cash flow that. But if it's something, like I say, for us, for our family, if it would be you know, more than $20,000, more, maybe even $10,000. Like if it was more than that, then we might consider getting an insurance for. So certainly anything that's like, if it's a hundred, you know, um, whatever, you know, that, that if it's a million, right, we certainly would insure for that, right? Like, so life and our health insurance, it does get up to the hundreds of thousands, right? So we have a really good insurance in the way that we play it is that it basically covers everything and we pay a deductible on it. Um, I think it's a, I can't remember, I think it's an HMO that we're part of like a network. And um, I know that we kind of quote unquote overpay on the health insurance, but the reason is, is we can walk into any place um, and, and we're covered, right? And we don't have to worry about it. We pay a deductible, it's like 20 bucks, 40 bucks if you go to a specialist, um, you know, 100 bucks if you go to an emergency room, you know, and, and then the rest of it, um, you know, is covered by insurance. We don't have to pay any extra stuff. And the reason why we do that is so that we never feel like our health is um, compromise in any sort of way. I know it's a really expensive proposition for some people because their employers are not helping out in any sort of way, but it's an important thing to sort of consider and, and think about is like how much is your health insurance or your health actually matter to you. And, you know, early on, you might sort of consider it's not important, but it is. You do experience catastrophic events. Right, like there is a lot of people that below the age of 25 have experienced catastrophic health ev uh, events. And catastrophic is anything from like you break your leg, right, to ha having a cancer scare or, you know, being hospitalized for a month, right? Like any of those kind of things are very expensive. <laughs> so we've always um, figured out a way to have health insurance. Um, and then, and then any of the sort of extras with healthcare we pay for, um, and we pay for it out of pocket because it works out to be somewhat cheaper to do any of those particular things, um, like dental, for example, right? So, um, it does, it, it really does in, in the long run. So the issue is, is that you might. So here's the problem, right? You know, you might listen to this and you might think like, I'm gonna do that. And then you start doing that in your first year, you have catastrophic events. Well, you have to be like ready for that to happen, right? You might experience catastrophic events in your first year. Um, and this could be a rather large penalty for you. And you just have to work through that, know that you just have to work through it. So, you know, um, with dental, for example, if, 
for us, it would have been tight if we, you know, when we started out and we experienced a $10,000 bill or a $15,000 dental bill, it would have been really tough. So we would have really had to have made a lot of sacrifices um, to sort of just, you know, to get through that. But we would have made it and we made it, uh, we would have gone through it very slowly. So that's where I want you to sort of think about insurances for catastrophic use, right? And anything else, um, anything where it's planned obsolescence or you can plan for it over the next, you know, year or two, um, even five years away, you should be thinking about how to save for it rather than using any form of insurance. All right, take care and have a wonderful day.